Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. Coming up this hour, it's that time of the week again. It's Moody Tunes. Yay! We are so excited. Moody Tunes. And that means we have an artist in studio. And yesterday we were asking you during this hour, who do you think it will be? We played five artist songs and they are all scheduled for Moody Tunes, but I we asked you who is coming today. Now, drum roll, we can tell you who it is. And it is Davy Flowers. Hello. Welcome, sis. Thank you so much. Last time we talked, it was via Zoom. Mm-hmm. This is such a blessing to have you in studio. Yeah, I'm so honored, so grateful. Yeah. yeah. Coming from Texas, yeah? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. All the did way. Did you guys get uh, the bad weather last week where you're at? We did, yeah. We we had like COVID PTSD because we were all locked in our houses for a few days uh, because of the yeah. ice storm. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, the ice. That's right. I was like, which bad weather? Because Texas gets so much. And we don't know how to handle ice. Everything shuts down. Mm-hmm. And right. It's just crazy. It does here, too. Did you grow up in Texas? I grew up in Houston, yeah. Okay, so they, everything has shut down your whole life. Like, I moved down here from up north. And so the first time everything shut down here uh-huh. over nothing, we're like, are you kidding me? I warned you. <laughs> I know, you, you tried to. I warned you. Yeah. It, we're just not equipped for it. Right. And you're not in Texas either. Yeah. We spend money on other things, not salt trucks. Right. right. And people just cannot drive. So I'd rather be in my house chilling I'm with than exactly. risking death. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we don't send it on, spend it on salt trucks. We don't spend it on repairing potholes. <laughs> I'm not sure where the money goes, but it's true. It's true. (laughs) But here you are dodging our Tennessee potholes, and we're so grateful. Uh, But we want to know what's been going on in the life of Davy Flowers. Man, what's been going on in the life of Davy? Um, I put out that record over the summer last year, and so I'm still kind of in the in the um, wave of just like um, promoting and sharing more, just like sharing that record and singing Mm -hmm. those songs and. Um, I've been traveling quite a bit, um, and just getting to meet so many cool Jesus people all across the country, which has just been such a joy and such an encouragement. I'm starting to write again because we're looking forward to my next record, which will come out in 2024. So I'm in like insane writing mode right now, which is so fun. Nice. Yeah. Well, you talk about going out and meeting all these Jesus people. How did you become a Jesus person? Yeah. So it really is miraculous that I'm sitting here right now and that I'm living the life that I'm living in walking the path I'm walking because I did not grow up in the church. I was not exposed to the word of God, was not exposed to the gospel, was not exposed to Jesus. I was actually reared in a lot of brokenness. I was formed by a lot of trauma, just the trauma of fatherlessness and all that that encompasses and uh, neglect and abuse and all of that. And um, that's kind of where the Lord found me, um, kind of snatched me from the fire um, by way of a friend inviting me to church. And that's kind of what started it. And um, around 13, 14 years old, um, God in his mercy, opened my eyes to see my desperate need for a savior and just the the reality of God's deep affection for me and his desire for me to know him got radically saved. Um, and immediately God just surrounded me with some of the most beautiful, incredible, faithful disciples of Jesus who really modeled for me a life of discipleship early on and that the Lord really used to come around me and fill up some of that void of what was missing in my, in my home. And, and so, um, by the grace of God and mercy of God, I haven't looked back since. So I've been Mm. I've been pursuing him and chasing him down ever since. That's so beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah. What you're sharing, Davey, reminds me of things that he's put on my mind and heart the last few days. And that is just be faithful to me. It is not about you sharing the gospel or not sharing the gospel. Live the gospel. Yes. And use your words when it's appropriate. But know that I draw hearts to myself. Mm-hmm. And your testimony mm-hmm. is that he met you in your brokenness and need mm-hmm. and drew you to himself. Yeah, he did. 
That's amazing. Yeah, he did. I also appreciate that people came out of their busy schedules to say, hey, I'm going to be part of your life. We want you to be part of our lives. Yeah, people people loved me in ways that were very costly, like just like embraced me into their lives, not just like, hey, let's meet for coffee once a week and I'll, sh- you know, let me teach you. It was more like, let me let me model for you what it actually looks looks like to abide with Jesus. And so I really am who I am because of the people that God has surrounded me with. Yeah. It's so yeah. cool to, to hear that. And you said they loved you in costly ways. What, what does that mean? Yeah, so, it's what like. They do? It's like, I mean, so there was just a lot of crazy chaos happening in my home, just like whether that's like my mom in a fight with her with her boyfriend or just like crazy stuff. And I'd be like, I call my my youth leaders or whoever at like 12 o'clock at night, like, hey, can you come get me? You know, it's like that kind of stuff, like brought me into their homes. You know, it brought me into their families for the holidays, like picked me up. It came to all of my events. And, you know, they were just there. You know, yeah. it was like they they loved me sacrificially. You know, they 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 gave me their lives. And and, um, and they modeled for me what the father's love looks like, you know, mm-hmm. just like very tangible, um, just giving like generous. Like they they they, ex- they um, embodied the generous heart of God mm-hmm. in very like tangible ways. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's such a, a cool thing. That's Debbie Flowers. And we're going to continue the conversation throughout this hour with her. Some of the songs that you're going to hear, in fact, three of them, they're going to be live in studio Yay! and hope that Woo-hoo. you will stick around because, man, I was I was listening to you guys uh, kind of set the levels and warm up and all that kind of stuff. It, it's going to be really good. So hope that you will stay with us throughout the hour. Don Steve in the morning here on Moody Radio. If you go to Facebook right now, this is live. It's Dawn and Steve in the morning. And remember, Facebook Live, we have Davy Flowers in the studio. Glad to have her with us. And uh, all throughout this hour, we're going to spend some time kind of getting to know Davey and some of the stories behind the songs as well. So you were talking a little bit about, uh, you know, coming to to know Christ and how the body just rallied behind you, Mm -hmm. poured into you, helped shape you into the the woman that you are today. Mm -hmm. Currently serving as a resident artist at the Worship Initiative in Dallas. What's that? Yeah, so the Worship Initiative is basically um, a community collective of Singers, songwriters, musicians, you know, just all the, the full spectrum of creatives. Um, and basically our heart and our desire is to create training and equipping resources that help the church um, know, see, love, treasure and worship Jesus rightly. Um, and um, and so we're we yeah, we're based in D- Dallas. It's led by Shane and Shane. They started it some years back and. Um, Shane, the Shane Bernard specifically is a dear friend of mine and really a huge reason why I'm in Dallas now. And, um, and so we're just like, we're just a ragtag crew of folks who really love Jesus and really want to really want to see the saints equipped for the work of ministry. And we really want to see Jesus. Yeah. Treasured in the church. And so all of our effort, all of our energy, all of our work, all of our labor is unto that end. Um, so what does that look like? Like, yeah, I see it's music. I hear it's music. We're going to share some of your music live here in mm-hmm. just a little bit. But what, how are you connecting with the church? Is it music's the open door? Yeah. And then Bible study? or Yeah, so the main like? thing is we've got an, um, an online subscription-based thing where it's just like, training resources for musicians, vocalists, worship leaders, um, from um, song tutorials, instrument tutorials, voice lessons. So we've got craft training that's like very, um, very practical. And then we've got heart training. And so we've got devotionals and blogs and other resources to, to equip the heart to worship God rightly. So it's kind of the all-encompassing giving people, uh, specifically people who are serving in worship ministry, 
ministries the tools to be able to to um yeah build a solid foundation of worship in their ministries and in their church and so through that subscription program we've been able to have relationships with churches all across the country really all across the world um and in that sometimes we get to go out and do like in-person training events but it's mostly that that subscription uh base uh a program that has a bunch of different resources for people to get their hands on. All right. So if you're serving in a church in the music ministry and you're not already connected to this, now you know. The Worship Initiative, you can go uh, check that out. Also, worship leader at uh, Dallas's Watermark Community Church. Yeah. So how long have you been there? I've been at Watermark for three years, which is okay. crazy. You know, COVID slowed everything down. Yeah. It feels like. Um, so you pretty much just got there when COVID hit. Yeah. I, yeah. Moved, I moved January 2020. Wow. Yeah, and God was like, yeah. here you go, gotcha. <laughs> you know? um, and Watermark is, I mean, I could go on and on about the ways uh, in which Watermark has deeply impacted my life and God. Like it's, uh, I'm 35 years old. I've been a believer since I was 13. And by far, Watermark is the healthiest church I've ever been a part of in terms of just like uh, authentic culture of community, like mm-hmm. unapologetic uh, sound teaching, um, disciple making, like doing this, doing the stuff and not just, you know, it's not, um, yeah, just kind of not into the, 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 the cool, the trendy, the hype. It's just like really grounded. And, um, some of the most incredible people of God I've ever gotten the honor of, of doing life and loving Jesus with. Davy, you have had um, a testimony that says the Lord met you in your brokenness when you were 13 years old, and there was so much backstory, family brokenness there, and yet pulled you to himself. Now you're part of a, a ministry that will connect with people, and you say you, it's most authentic, healthy church you've ever been part of. There are a lot of us that go, huh, what does that really look like? I am curious, because if you're authentic, then there's mess. And if you're truthful with one another, you're not always sure how to answer what the hardship is that somebody's going through. So how does your church, Watermark, do that well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing that I've loved that I've been really blessed by is um, our church has has put a lot of work into creating resources to actually help people, like real tools to help people um, establish and maintain like healthy community groups. So for instance, we've got like core values around what what that time looks like. And up to being at Watermark, um, most of my small group experience was like Bible study based. So like, hey, let's get together and study the Bible. And there's no real like depth of accountability, Mm -hmm. you know, and our groups are kind of, and our our values for community are oriented around more so accountability. And so um, creating a space for people to be deeply known and seen to, to work through real uh sin struggles to like you know be admonished to be biblically biblically counseled to um and so um that's the main thing is like we our church has just done an incredible job um really training and equipping us with how to do it well mm-hmm. yeah love the fact that yep. uh you're doing that and you're seeing such healthy growth come out of that um obviously we're here to do some music as well and so i'd love for you to talk a little bit about Oh, but God. Yeah. Oh, but God is, is probably my favorite song on the record. It's based out of um, Ephesians 2, which just says, and you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, children, by nature, children of wrath, all the long list of the tra- yep. trajectory we were headed on. Then it says, but God, uh, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved you, made you alive together with Christ and by his grace, he saved you. And this song is just a proclamation of the gospel. It's it's where we were headed before the mercy of God intersected our stories. And um, now the freedom and the life that we get to enjoy in Jesus because of the finished work that he accomplished for us. 
Thanks for tuning in to Dawn and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. Just remember, we are live on Facebook Live and we're going to be on Instagram as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are. We are. I got to get my Facebook Live feed up again. I, I got that. You were dropping a hint as we're talking to Davey <laughs> Flowers <laughs> on Moody Tunes. And we hope that if you miss any of this, if you miss any of the live music this morning, that you'll grab the Moody Radio app. It's free. Go and listen to it. You're always welcome to the conversation. 800-555-7898. And links already on our Facebook page, which is also Don and Steve in the Morning. Davey, you're part of a, a group called the Worship Initiative. You've given us a little background on that. Shane and Shane, mm-hmm. they have been mentoring you. Now, Shane and Shane, they've been on the show. We are hoping that they'll be part of Moody Tunes at some point. Mm-hmm. But what has that, as they've mentored you as an artist, as a believer, as a sister in Christ, give us a little peek into what that has been like in your life. Yeah, we were talking about the word authenticity earlier. Mm-hmm. And they're, mm-hmm. they're some of those people who just like really, really model just like deep affection for Jesus in like every facet of their lives. It's like, to me, they are heroes because I've been tracking with them since I was a kid. Um, But you just, I mean, they are just the most unassuming, the most humble, the most relational, the most intentional, the most pastoral and ministry minded people I've ever known. And so it's like um, every, every second I'm around them, um, I'm, I'm learning and I'm, uh, they're, they're the kind of people I walk away from and I'm like, I want to love Jesus more. I want to mm-hmm. live. I want to be more like Jesus. Like they just, yeah. they carry that fragrance that, that really draws people to, to, to Jesus and not just through their music, but through their living. And so it really is an honor to get to do what I do and do what I love underneath the banner of people that are like, like-minded, like-hearted, mission-minded, local church oriented, just about the stuff that actually matters. Mm-hmm. Um, they're truly just some of the best of the best. I'm really grateful. You know, so often when you think of those who are being trained up in music ministry, mm-hmm. it's music training. It's, you know, this is chord structures and how you direct and how you lead and how you do all these types of things. But you, you used, they have pastoral hearts. Mm-hmm. To those who aspire to be artists and aspire to be worship leaders, how would you encourage them to pursue that type of pastoral heart? Why is that so important? Yeah, I mean, I think it starts with like, going as deep as you can being fully present in ministry in your local church. It's like, that's, that's where I was able to cultivate a, a, a shepherding pastoral heart is just like digging in and not just like aspiring to be the vocalist or like to come in and just like work the plan, but actually, um, really, really digging into the heart of God for people. And, um, and so for me, my, you know, because of my own journey, my, my encouragement would be for people to like really, really like fight and strive to be faithful where you are and to look like actively daily, look for opportunities to lean in and care for people where they, where they are and and not just view yourself as a singer or a musician as, or as a vocalist, but every opportunity that we get to lead people is an opportunity for personal relation, relational ministry. And all it takes is just intentionality and that being sort of your mission and mindset and letting that govern um, how you lead of not just like giving people practical training, but like really shepherding and caring for and pastoring people's hearts. And, and, you know, it starts, it starts small. It starts with one person at a time. Mm -hmm. But Davey, that, that's exactly it. It could be one person at a time. And often the conversation turns to, well, I need a bigger platform. I, I need to be able to be in the middle of the stage under the big lights and say, here is how you follow Jesus. But you're saying that's not necessarily the recipe for spiritual success. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. how how is that 
Like, how's that so different? Because I, I, honestly, I was just getting a text the other day that said a friend was talking to someone who knew they were called into ministry. And they said, I, I just, I've got to have a bigger platform. I don't understand why God's not giving me a bigger platform. What are we missing here as believers? Why are we so big into this Christian culture and celebrity uh, world? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I can say at this point in my life, I've been on enough um, platforms to say, like, with every part of my heart that platforms don't give life. You know, it's like, and mm-hmm. I have I have gotten to, like, do ministry with God in, in, a, in a vast, um, in a variety of, of contexts and across the board. And what I have come to realize is, like, God is just after people's hearts, you know, and, like, there's no, he just, he's just pursuing people. And so um, whether that's, he puts you in a room on a platform with thousands of people, th- that's not more, doesn't have more value right. or more purpose mm-hmm. or more, you know, importance than if he puts you in a room with three people. It's, you know, it's like God is, he's just wanting to, u- he's wanting to use it all. He's wanting to use our stories, our lives, our gifting, our resources, all of it um, to be a conduit through which he pursues his people. And so I think for us, we have to change our mindset from, um, uh, we we got to kind of enter into that mindset that Paul talks about in Philippians, where he basically talks about um, how he want he he can rejoice. He was able to rejoice in his suffering because he viewed his life as a means for the advancement of the gospel. So when it comes to being a worship leader, uh, minist- on any uh, any sort of visible ministry, my mindset is like put me in any space, do whatever you want with me as a means for the advancement of the gospel. And if that's truly my heart. It's like I'm totally content, just like Paul, in a room of three people, um, just as much as I would be in a, in a stadium of thousands of people. Yeah, yeah. it's so, so cool. Speaking of a yeah, uh, small so room beautiful. with a handful of people, who's that guy just sitting off to your left? Yeah, Evan Wally is here playing keys with me. And this is my little bro. We've known each other forever. We were on staff at the same church in Mississippi. And so we've got lots of log time and history and life and ministry together. And he's now living here in Nashville. So I just called him up. I was like, hey, you want to hang out with me for a few days and do a few things? So Excellent. this is my my friend. And uh, I learned so much about Jesus uh, through his lifestyle as well. And um, he's just a gift and a buddy. Well, I love the, the, unfortunately, we don't have a mic in front of him here, but the keyboard's phenomenal right there. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to hear To the Water in just a second. Give me the story behind the song. Yeah, To the Water was um, written out of uh, Isaiah 55, which is the passage where God is basically um, using the metaphors of, uh, through through the prophet Isaiah, the metaphors of bread, milk, and wine uh, to to signify the ways that he longs to be the source of our spiritual nourishment and spiritual sustenance is where he says, come to the waters, you who have no money just come and you, you just come and it's free like come yeah. and receive come and eat and buy and it's basically about just the father's open invitation for us to come to him and now you know post Jesus we have that confidence that we can come before the father um, with complete boldness and confidence free of shame and condemnation because of the finished work of the cross and so it's just about coming to him in our weariness and our neediness and our brokenness um, and trusting um, that there's life in his presence that there's life in communion with him. Beautiful. Well, we're going to uh, hear that right now. This is Come to the Water. It is Davy Flowers. You're listening to Moody Tunes, Don and Steve in the Morning. Jesus has given 
You're listening to Don and Steve in the morning. Don't go anywhere. We've got more live music coming from the studio uh, still on the way this hour, and we're going to uh, dig in a little bit deeper into Davey's life. Hope you'll stay with us. This is Moody Radio. You're listening to Davey Flowers on Moody Tunes. Don and Steve in the morning. Hey, we're glad you're here. Davey hanging out in the studio. More live music to come this hour. But before we do, we got three questions. Oh, yeah. we got to throw your way. We, we ask this of every uh, person who's coming in to be a part of Moody Tunes. So number one, hey, favorite what? meal ever. Wait, wait, wait. What? i got to get You got to get this? Yeah, you gotta Facebook get, Live. Uh, Facebook you know how live. good I am at this. All right, all right. Go. All right. Favorite <laughs> meal ever. Ramen. I could eat it seven days a week. For ramen? Sure. Really? I'm not, but yeah. not like top ramen. I like like oh, okay. real Japanese, like yes. fancy, real extra ramen with okay. all the stuff. Yeah, I'm like going to say, so many of us got burned out on that in our uh, college, in college and 20s, right? <laughs> not, yeah. yeah, not top ramen. Okay. No, all right. not but that. I'm that too. I'm not above it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you sound like my 16-year-old. Like that, that's her favorite go-to meal, that or something with rice. Yeah. Totally loves ramen. There's a place in this area that is a ramen, like legit what you're talking about. I have I'm, to tell you about I'm that. Mm, so okay. we're all about the food here, Don and Steve in the morning, but we're also all about the music artist. What artist are you, Davy Flowers, listening to at the moment? Ooh, what artist am I listening to at the moment? Yeah, yeah. Your playlist, your streaming, your radio, of course, Don and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. But You know, I'm always listening to Sarah Groves. She is just my all-time favorite songwriter. It's true. I'm just a super fan. So yes. pretty much at all times, you can scroll through my Spotify and you'll see like I'm listening to Sarah. So she yes. feels like a safe bet. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. You're I just listen to lots of R and B, like old school R and B. Let's be honest, uh, but I do, I do love Sarah Gross. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I was gonna say you, you can go anywhere with that one. Yep. <laughs> All right, we've talked a lot about uh, your influences throughout your life here. Mm-hmm. So, who has been your biggest human influence in your faith journey? Uh, probably Kempton Turner. He was my very first youth pastor. Um, got like radically saved under his leadership and discipled and spiritually formed. And he was the first person, the very first to model for me a life of full devotion to Jesus. Like gave me my first Bible, taught me how to read it, taught me how to pray, sat with me and sat with me for hours in his car, you know, answering my questions. And um, by the grace of God, we're still friends today. And uh, he's, yeah, he's just that guy. I'm grateful. Would yeah. he still, would he be one that you mentioned earlier in the conversation that if you needed to call somebody to rescue you oh, at midnight, yeah, he'd, be he'd be there. And he's all the way in East St. Louis and I'm in Texas and he'd be there for sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. That's dedication. That's friendship. That's uh-huh. love. That's family. discipleship. Yeah. It's family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We call it family around yeah, here. Yeah. I got lots of family. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. So you talked a lot about that early influence in what he played, but if you were to kind of sum him up, like one characteristic, like what was it when you think about him, if there was one word that you had to use to say, this is who this man is, what would that be? This man is a fierce gospel preacher, not just with his words, but with his life. Like seriously, he's just like any opportunity. You'd be like, what'd you eat for lunch today? And he's like, let me tell you about what I was reading the word. Let me tell you how that points to the cross. Like seriously. (laughs) That just means that he's spending serious time with the Lord. He's he's legit. We're not talking Sunday morning Christian here. We're talking somebody that really takes the walk with the Lord, sitting with the Lord, reading his word very seriously. Yeah, yeah, he's the real deal. That's impacted you in a great way. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Well, I know we have more music from Davey Flowers as we are live. Moody Tunes today. And this is a new thing, a new adventure for Don and Steve in the morning. But you can only hear it right here. And when we come back, we have another song from Davey that we're going to share with you live. And she's going to tell us a bit more about only one. But that's in three minutes. Don and Steve in the morning, Moody Radio.
This is Moody Tunes with Davy Flowers on Dawn and Steve in the Morning. And we are glad that you are with us. If you're not uh, on Facebook Live, when we have these things happening, make sure you jump on Facebook so you can see what's going on in the studio here. And uh, go back and listen to what you missed. Mm-hmm. You can do that uh, through the app, through our, our website, mymoodyradio.org. But, Davey, one more song that we're going to squeeze in here. It's called Only One. Give us the story behind the song. Yeah, Only One is about um, just that beautiful culminating day in human history where every knee's going to bow and every tongue's going to confess that Jesus is Lord. It's all about his lordship and his worthiness of our full surrender and our full devotion because he is the king exalted and appointed by the Father. Hmm. Love that. All right, so let's take a listen. Davy Flowers, live in studio, Only One on Moody Radio. i 
Casting the crowns that the Lord has given us back at his feet in worship because he is the only one. Music from Davy Flowers live yeah. in studio. Moody Tunes is what this is all about as we have artists come in and tell how God has saved them, has relationship with them, and the music that he has given you. Davy, I'm putting that one on a loop, sis. I am listening to that one all the time. The crowns, that's just, I mean, you see. Yeah, the tiara on my microphone. And it's all because of that imagery like, that he's given this is yours, us. Jesus. This crown is it yours. It is. It is totally his. It's the visual reminder that we are children of the king, yeah. you know, a royal priesthood that he has set apart. And just that relationship that everyone can have mm-hmm. with the living God mm-hmm. because of his son, Jesus. And Amen. you have so beautifully shared that. You've articulated it well in your testimony and through your music. So yeah. we appreciate you. All right. Man, it, it blown away still. Goosebumps. Yeah. All right, 30 seconds. What is next for Davy Flowers? I guess I'm, I'm I'm working on I'm just now starting to work on a work work on a record that's going to come out next year. So that, I guess that's kind of far away, but that's what's in filling up all my view right now. Well, I love that. I cannot wait uh, to mm-hmm. hear that. We want to uh, connect you with Davy and we can do that a couple different ways. You can go directly to the website, DavyFlowers.com. I encourage you to go check that out, DavyFlowers.com. We'll put links on our Facebook page as well so uh, you can get there. Also, the Worship Initiative. If you were listening a little bit earlier and you heard Davy talking about that uh, effort from the Worship uh, Initiative to connect you with them, we'll put that link there as well. Thanks for listening to Moody Radio.